0: The Indianapolis Colts, back to work today at Grand Park. They had a day kind of off yesterday. Media met with a lot of the uh, staff and some of the players. Uh, a good day for doing that. Today's a good day to get to work. Noon at Grand Park today is practice. It's open to the public. you got to get tickets at t- colts.com. They're free. Wonderful. Tomorrow, Thursday, those practices are joint practices with and against the Detroit Lions. That's the time to see the starters. Not Saturday, game time 1 o'clock. Starters are not going to play against the Lions. What do the Colts need to do in the preseason? Wins in the preseason are utterly meaningless. We've seen it before so many times. Good preseason, good record in the preseason, bad regular season record, bad preseason record. How many times did Peyton Manning's led Colts in the 2000s put up a goose egg or one win in the preseason, and then go off and win 12, 13, 14 games in the regular season. It happened year after year after year. Don't worry about the preseason. There are things that the Colts have to do. We're going to talk about them. Tiger, meeting with members of the PGA Tour, trying to rally support for the PGA Tour. Are they going to listen to Tiger? Cubs, they lose. White Sox, they win. They put up a fourth spot in the bottom of the eighth to win over the Astros 4-0. Very, very exciting game. This is Breakfast with Ken for Tuesday, August 16th, 2022. Brought to you by the great people of BUSR. You know what? If you enjoy sports wagering, this is a place for you. Your initial investment of up to $1,000 doubled by BUSR. Get in a game, play, enjoy. Colts game coming up this weekend against the Lions. It, 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 does anybody know who's going to win? No. But there'll be a spread, and it'll be fun to put a little bit, a couple of shekels on the game. Why wouldn't it be? All right, uh, smash that subscribe button. Hit the like button. Ring the bell. Donate, if you like. Absolutely. Let's talk about sports. Here's what the Colts need to focus on, and here's what they are focusing on. They're focusing on development. We spent time yesterday talking to guys like Kevin Malai. Uh, the assistant O-line coach, Mike Mitchell, the assistant DB's coach. Uh, there are guys on this. Ron Miles was out there. Again, I love talking about Ron Miles and, and Mike Mitchell is just a special guy. I, I talked to him for, for a while yesterday, and we posted that interview last night. A, a terrific guy where it comes to putting people in a place where they can succeed up here really good at that there are tactical things that he knows about playing the safety position about the corner position but what he's really good at we saw when he was a colt in 2018 where he kind of put his arm around quincy wilson who was a very very young guy in that locker room literally and figuratively he was really young and mike mitchell got the best football out of quincy wilson that quincy wilson played in the nfl Quincy Wilson, a really good dude. Mike Mitchell, a really good dude. Mike Mitchell took the time to get the best out of Quincy Wilson. And he's going to do that with Nick Cross and Julian Blackman and Isaiah Rogers and the rest of that group of DBs. I don't think, you know what, a guy like Rodney McLeod, I don't know what he needs. This is Rodney McLeod. Rodney McLeod has been in the NFL since 2012 when he was an undrafted free agent with the St. Louis Rams and earned his way onto that roster and onto subsequent rosters became a starter uh, an important contributor for the eagles and now with the colts got an interception against the bills up in buffalo last saturday this defensive back core in large part is going to be improved because of ron Miles and because of mike mitchell the offensive line kevin malai a really, really good communicator, a guy who knows his way around the NFL, one of the best centers uh, of the last 20 years in the NFL, and, and a guy who's going to get good stuff out of those players. Uh, the Colts have done interesting things. They've got terrific tacticians at like uh, Strasser, Chris Strasser, the O-line coach, Ron Miles, the DB's coach, Richard Smith, the linebacker's coach. But as the assistants... It's former players who didn't play too long ago, Cato June, the assistant linebackers coach, who can communicate as peers with these guys and lift them psychologically and spiritually as well as physically and tactfully, or tactically. I guess they've got to be tactful as well. These guys are going to be uh, forces for really good and, and underrated forces for good for the Indianapolis Colts moving forward. And what the Colts need to focus on, we keep saying it, it's about who they are on September 11th. It's not about who they are this Saturday against the Lions or the following Saturday against the Buccaneers. It's not. You don't see what you need to see from a team in the preseason to forecast their way into a successful regular season. You want to believe what your eyes tell you. Don't. Don't fall into that trap. Don't look at Matt Ryan, dink and dunk and swing the ball to Naheem Hines and and hit guys on little bitty timing routes for five-yard gains here and there and say, oh, my God, this offense, what are they doing? This is a train wreck. This, They can't move the ball like this in the regular season and win. Well, you know what? You're probably right. But they're not in the regular season. This isn't the time to do that. The time to show what you can do offensively is in the regular season, the time to show what you can do defensively is in the regular season. What is going on now is preparatory. It's not meaningful in the moment. It's meaningful that what happens in practice today is every bit as important as what happened last Saturday in Buffalo. They just don't keep score at practice, not in the way we're accustomed to seeing a score being kept. They put it on TV because people watch. They don't put it on TV because it allows us to see what a team is going to be in the regular season. Don't fall into the trap of believing your eyes. What they need to get out of this, they need health. At the end of the game, against the Buccaneers, the Colts need to be healthy. If they're healthy, they got a shot. If all 22 starters who are projected right so then and, and really we know and we knew coming in who the 22 starters were going to be and and depending on the formation you can go you know 24 starters with three linebackers right they're going to primarily play two linebackers and a nickel kenny moore at the nickel offensive line where on the offensive side of the ball we're going to project three wide receivers as starters and two tight ends as starters, and we're going to add Naheem Hines as a starter because he's also going to rotationally play a bunch of spots, whether it's in the backfield or whether they split him out, whether they motion him out, whether they play Taylor and Hines together, but you only got 11 spots, right, and six are taken by the offensive line and Matt Ryan. So we've got more than 22 starters, but we know who they're going to be. Uh, Brandon Faison and Isaiah Rogers kind of battling for one of the cornerback spots, right? And then we don't know who's going to start among the tight ends. We do have a pretty good idea that Matt Pryor is going to be the starting left tackle and not Bernard Ryman. But you know what I mean. Like, we can project these guys. If those guys are healthy on September 11th, you feel good about the Colts' chances to win. Uh, you got to get uh, Matt, Pryor, Re- Matt uh, Pryor ready. Thank you, Dennis Douglas. I really appreciate that. Very nice, a donation from Dennis Douglas. Uh, feel free to do likewise if you should so choose. We don't charge, but if you want to donate, that's a nice thing. Uh, Matt Pryor has got to establish himself as somebody who's going to be able to protect Matt Ryan's backside where Mac- Matt Ryan's backside is going to be. He can move in the pocket a little bit. You know what? That's not enough. You've got to be able to protect him. The offensive line has to work as a unit, five fingers interlaced, in protecting that pocket area. Give Matt Ryan three seconds to deliver the ball, and the Colts' offense is going to function well. Uh, Darius Leonard's health ha- has got to. You, you got to figure it out. Thank you, Dennis. Um, that uh, E.J. Speed, uh, Zaire Franklin, they can both play, but not. They're not going to generate 12 turnovers like Darius Leonard did last year, or hopefully will this year. He's got to get on the field. We'll see if he's able. Oh, God, did I say Darius? I'm Shaquille. Shaquille, 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 Shaquille. You know what? It's EJ Speed's fault yesterday. I think he said Darius once, and he kept calling him D. EJ, come on. Do better. Uh, Alec Pierce, I don't know nothing (laughs) Alec Pierce, he's got to figure out how to get clearance off the line, right? In in the face of press coverage, he has got to be able to get separation and pay, uh, make people pay for their press coverage. Um, Mike Straughn activated yesterday, got to get on the field, got to earn a roster spot. Isaiah Rogers, got to get through protocol. You need Isaiah Rogers because I don't think that Brandon Faison is necessarily the answer at the other corner. Uh, finally, Matt Ryan has got to really get it going. He's got to find the timing, and he's got to turn that arm loose, and you got to figure out what you got in Matt Ryan. His ability to deliver the ball downfield is going to be really important because you've got to make people respect the downfield throw. In order to throw underneath, you got to be able to do that. He's one of the best play-action guys in the game, and with Jonathan Taylor in the backfield, that's got to be respected. Uh, and really, finally, Frank Reich. uh, Frank Reich, you got to figure it out. Uh, Slow starts, you can't have a slow start this year when you're facing the Texans and the Jaguars in the first two games. He's got to figure out and adjust quickly to what works. Frank Reich, I think, has this ideology that he is right and he's going to prove that he's right. And I think that that can be uh, deleterious to the hopes and dreams of the Indianapolis Colts. I think that Frank Reich has got to be able to adjust more quickly. Last year, first nine games, Jonathan Taylor didn't carry the ball 20 times, not a single time. Not a single time in the first nine games did he carry it 20 times. And that was the way, that's why you had to run the damn ball hats. You know, you had to run the ball in order to move the ball. And Reich didn't figure it out until week 10. That's a problem. Uh, he reverse engineers winning. He tries to be a smart guy, coach, and sometimes smart guy coaches are not rewarded in the NFL. It, you've you've got to out tough people. You got to just sometimes physically beat people. And Frank Reich tries to engineer wins. Last year they outscored opponents by ninety or by eighty six points in regulation. That number balloons to uh, uh, ninety five. That put them in point differential, number four in the AFC, number seven overall in the NFL. And they didn't make the playoffs. Turnovers. They had a terrific turnover differential. That is usually a harbinger for success. You know what? You can't reverse engineer winning in the NFL. Tiger Woods today is going to meet with PGA Tour players at the BMW Championships. Prior to the BMW championships, that tournament starts uh, Thursday. I don't know how much people are going to listen to Tiger. Because Tiger's sitting on about a bill, right? Tiger's last name starts with a B. Tiger Woods, billionaire, or it will very shortly. These guys are trying to make a living. I don't know how relevant Tiger Woods' uh, sort of thoughts, his philosophies on the live tour vis-a-vis the PGA Tour, I don't know how important those are going to be to guys trying to make a living. Well, I guess we'll find out. The Cubs, they lost last night 5-4 to four to the Nationals. The White Sox, they win 4-2, to two, 4 in the bottom of the eighth. I'm telling you, I'm watching more White Sox baseball, not because they're more successful. I'm watching White Sox baseball more often than the Cubs because of the quality of the broadcast. Jason Benetti and Steve Stone are excellent. And the Cubs and their rotating group of analysts and really rotating group of of play. It's not the same play-by-play guys. Sometimes you got Pat Hughes. Sometimes you got Boog Shambi. And then last night you got Sutcliffe. Sometimes you've got Jim Deshays. I don't know what I'm going to get. In the pregame, sometimes you got Marshall. Sometimes you got Cliff Floyd. I mean, what the hell are they doing? Put together a team and stick with it, for God's sake. Let's celebrate some birthdays on this beautiful Tuesday in central Indiana, baby. Get out to practice today at noon. Uh, Doug and Be- Becky Bradley. Happy birthday, David Small. The great Tom Renard, New Albany High School proud graduate celebrating a birthday. Jeremy Moran. The great Joe Galt. Happy birthday, the great Chris May. Happy birthday, the great Patrick Sweeney. Happy birthday, the great Kathleen Hole, one of the finest sports information directors in the history of college basketball. The great Linda Esposito. Happy birthday, Rebecca Phillips and Brenda Smart. Uh, yes? Yay, Pat! Trick sweetie! Julie says (laughs) yes, we'll just wrap things up there. If today's your birthday, celebrate like hell if it's not your birthday, celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Let's go. Be good to each other today. Lift each other up. Don't tear each other down. Don't be so suspicious. Be helpful. Why not? It's more fun.